Welcome to another episode of The Inside Source, where we talk about anything ACU or college sports or whatever's on our mind. That tends to be the trend lately. Um, we're going to talk about college baseball. It's finally starting up. Wish we were talking about the MLB, but, you know, we can't, uh, we can't choose what we get nowadays. So, <laughs> fun stuff all around. We've got Hutton, Will, Kaylee. And Kaylee. So, we'll just go Will, around. I was going to say, Will, this is, uh, is Kaylee's your first time to do this as well? Y'all's first, yeah. first time? Yeah. Time. yeah. Episode 16 or 17, <laughs> and you guys are just now jumping in. Well, we want you to come in more. Welcome. Yes, long time we, listener, first time caller. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now we have now that we have like you know we're talking about real sports. It's like you know it's great football. Pff, never heard of it. Exactly. College baseball. Yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah. So uh, go around. I guess we'll just talk about you know. I guess Kaylee and Will are the new ones. Just talk about your experiences, what you like, what you don't like. You know. Yeah. Who are you, Will? Yeah. Uh, that's a good question. What's <laughs> <laughs> um, your private information? Yeah. <laughs> This is my social security number. Yes. No. Um, I'm Will King. I'm a production a production assistant with ACU TV. Um, graduated from Dallas Baptist 2020. Yeah, I don't know what else. Baseball powerhouse. Baseball, I love baseball. Yeah, yeah. baseball. Yeah. It's been great. D two other things. D one yeah. baseball. Only D one in baseball. Uh, Kaylee, yeah. you like baseball? I do. I heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's like my sport, yeah. you know. And you want to be Emily Jones. I right? do want to be Emily yes, Jones, the yes. next Emily Jones. We'll see. There we go. No, so, you can do it. Yeah. You can do it. You've got, and I, I would, I would <laughs> say you're, you're, uh, if you got, you got the passion, you can do it. So. Uh, so we're just gonna talk about ACU, ACU baseball. I guess what I really want to start with, I guess, very, very big schedule this year. Um, I guess we go around the circle, start with Hutton. And just talk about, you know, what game stands out to us, maybe. Well, I mean, so ACU TV is doing 13 or so games, hopefully, this year. And so the ones that I know that I'm excited about uh, are the first the first weekend, uh, we're, we're going to kind of be uh, experimental and kind of check out. And so uh, we're going to be out there and be kind of excited about trying to figure out camera angles and everything. So I'm excited about that game. Um, but really, uh, I... I lived in Michigan for five years, and so my my first uh, kind of pass at the schedule was, and I saw Michigan State on uh, February twenty fourth through the sixth or something like that. Um, that's the the series I'm pretty excited about, and then um, I think everyone's probably excited about the other you know Texas teams, and I'll just let you guys talk about those. I knew you were going to apply Michigan State. Yes, I mean, I'm excited. It's kind of cool. I mean, you to, don't get to professionally watch Michigan State yes, get beat now. You don't really get uh, you don't really get to see a a big time school like that from the north come and play anything you know here so it's 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 pretty exciting kaylee what stands out to you on the schedule you know there are a lot of really big teams coming here which is new you know i feel like normally we travel to them so that's kind of cool one that stood out was air force which i feel like is really big and really new um which is really cool so i'm excited to see how like we would play against them because we've never like done anything like that before and now being in the whack like it's a whole other scene out there. No. William? William? Oh, yeah. William? yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Big 12 series, or not series, but games against Baylor, TCU, and Texas Tech are really intriguing. But um, I'm probably most intrigued by the trip to Fresno. After our Reading starting conference, then they take a break, go out to California. I think that one could be a really key uh, series for them. Yeah, Fresno was second. In, in, in the Mountain West preseason poll, uh, Air Force sixth, but obviously two, I mean, bigger schools. Yeah. They do get they do get good recruits, obviously, dependent on situation. 
for me, I, th- I think the game that's going to stand out the most, the series-wise, that I, I think is really applicable, is probably going to be um, those 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 home and aways with with Tech and TCU. Yeah, I, I think you know that's an obvious answer, but you've got top five recruit as far as draft-wise coming to Abilene and Jace Young. You've got TCU who's hosted regionals. You've got Baylor that's coming up too. That that you know, not not on their best slopes, but they're still, you know, Baylor. And and, and I think those are going to be big improving. And, and Coach talked about that when I talked to him the other day is, you know, those games are going to be very proving-wise on what this team can do and not do, whether they win or lose them. I'm I'm just excited as a as a an ACU baseball fan. I've been watching um, ACU baseball for really the last 20 years. Um, I have great memories of this in college, going to Crutcher Scott, being the PA announcer, being a fan. Um, ACU went through a fantastic stretch in uh, the Lone Star Conference where they won 40-plus games six or seven years in a row and won 150, uh, 55 wins in 2010. Um, and, and so I guess what I'm really looking forward to is, yes, I'm pumped about the schedule and the really big games that are coming up, but I'm just excited about them being relevant again. Um, baseball is such um, – it really – it truly is, you know, America's pastime when – your team when this sounds terrible but when your team is good and you really have a lot of fans and and to get those two things kind of combined and now that we're kind of hopefully renovating Crutcher Scott with a with a new scoreboard and um I'm just really excited about um what what uh, Rick has got over there and then obviously you know our rankings the, the ACU is picked really really high in a lot of rankings and so just as an ACU baseball fan I'm excited because I hope that this is going to be right up there with basketball at some point as a as kind of like DBU is people can see that this is a baseball school again and and uh, I was talking to Zach Carlisle obviously been on the podcast before and he he told me straight up he was like it's just crazy how good they are it it is insane how they've gone from last year they were mid tier in the WAC preseason and here they are now well, 36 wins last year. You really think that they, they're probably a year away last year, and all of a sudden they just kind of shoot up to the top, you know? And when you retain everyone back, that's pretty easy. Um, so for, for our next thing that we're going to talk about here, I want to kind of talk about guys that we're looking at on the roster that, you know, it's easy to look at a guy like Colt Neger or Grayson Tatro or Tommy Cruz who are, are all, you know, preseason conference players, and obviously Colt Neger's a whole other level of player on this team, but who are some guys that I guess are – are standing out to you maybe, or, I mean, even out of those guys, if you want to talk about them, you know, go ahead. I mean, Hutton, it's all I mean, you. I'll take Colt Neger. He's, he's <laughs> the man. I mean, good Lord. Um, and it, again, I, I would like to know when the last time ACU had someone that was this recognized in the preseason. Um, all I can think of, and maybe we've had several guys go to the, the big leagues and, and be drafted by the Brewers and a couple other organizations, Trey Watton and, uh, Joel Wells and uh, a lot of a lot of good players here, but Colt Neger is the entire. He's the, he's the full package. He has five tools for this level. Um, I think that he will probably be um, a name that you'll hear in the draft at some point next year. As far as I don't know what you know, there's a million rounds, yeah. but uh, he is so talented and he's. Uh, I think he had 13, 14 home runs last year, something like that. Uh, which is strong, you know, for for a Division One university for at our our level. Um, but I mean, I honestly just think that, like like I said earlier, just to have someone that's recognized 
in in the WAC as the player of the year already, um, that just gets everybody excited. And so I, I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say about other people on the roster. But, I mean, man, if I could buy that guy's jersey, I would right now. <laughs> <laughs> Kaylee? Hmm. I don't know. I think, like, there's a lot of really good players this year. Um, and I was, like, looking at one of, like, the articles that was written, which, like, they talked about Colton Eager and Grayson Tatro and, like, Brett Hammett and things like that. Um, but I'll be interested to see about Tyler Morgan as a pitcher. Um, he had, like, in the 2021 season, he had a great season. Um, so, like, 69 strikeouts, like, that's huge for college baseball. And so I'll be interested to see, like, if he keeps that up, like, how will he do, like, now being in the whack and having these new opponents that they've never played before and uh, facing opponents that they have played before and just seeing, like, I don't know, like, how he's going to do with this new season and everything along the lines of that. All right. William? Yeah, I, I got two guys for you. Uh, this, Well, also, this is my first year watching ACU baseball. but um, You're not a lifer. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not yet. Um, but I got to go to some of the – fall ball series uh, back in October and a guy that kind of just popped off uh, really in those games was Hunter Geezer. Um, he hit like, I don't know how many, he had a couple doubles and a home run. And I think one of the exit velocities for him was like 107. Jeez. And <laughs> it was just ridiculous. So he, he definitely stood out to me. And then a, a new guy, a transfer on the mound, uh, Breck Eckelberger. Uh, transferred from Salt Lake City Community College. His last season that he played there, he was 5-0 and with a 1-3-6 ERA. So I, I'm pretty intrigued to see what he can do. Good pickup for ACU. Yeah. So talking about Colton Eager real quick again, he did beat out the fifth overall pick in the draft last year in the Southland for <laughs> right. hitter of the year, which is right. insanely crazy. But his, his slash last year was 342, 421, 604. Yeah. <laughs> when you have an OPS that's – was that uh, 1025 off the top of my head, but, like, that is insane. Well, I mean, they just – he he put his cape on last year, basically, yeah. and, and figured out a way to to get them darn near to, to, you know, go all the way. I like Bash Randall, too. That's one of my yeah. – that's my favorite name. Mm-hmm. I, love, I love it. Like, uh, the, I'm not sure if that's his legal name, but uh, <laughs> it is – I think it's Sebastian. Okay. It yeah. is a really – it's cool that it, his name is Bash in the uh, media guide yeah. so uh and he's number one i like number one so anyway so i'm gonna go real quick tanner riley okay righty out of clyde america just down the road uh coach made it pretty clear cut when he was talking in the press conference the other day you know he's he's their guy he's their closer close game he's gonna have the ball started out really good last year fell off in the middle there kind of brought it back up towards the end of the season so he's someone that i think coming out of the bullpen this team's pitching is going to be i mean their biggest their biggest thing that they're going to focus on. The offense is going to be there. I mean, last year, I just think at the last game that we watched last year of them, the Sam Houston game, I mean, uh, I think it was 14-7 uh, to seven at one point in this game, 14-8. to eight. And and so pitching, and then we came all the way back and had all kinds of chances to, to win or tie that game. But, yeah, I mean, in any stage of baseball, it could be Little League or, you know, in the World Series, you got to have stoppers in the bullpen. you got to have a closer that just says, give me the ball, move on, you know. So, so I mean, last thing, it's a quick one. Floor and ceiling for this team, you know, where how far do you think they're going to go? You don't have to give an exact record, obviously, but if you want to, you can. You want to go with me? Yeah, let's um, go with the same rotation. Yeah, I mean, again, Southwest Division, they got all five first-place votes. Um, I'm 
I'm thinking obviously that um, ACU should take care of business here and and be in that championship game. Um, and so again, I don't I don't know our record per se, but um, I think in order for this year to be a success, they have to continue to get better. I mean, they won 36 games 36 games last year, so winning 40 plus games I think has to be a realistic goal for them this year and not give away some of those games that they kind of gave away last year and beating some of the powerhouses so taking taking that uh, you know two of three series two out of three in a series that you may not have, may not win you just don't want to get swept you just getting sweeped in any any stage of baseball is just deflating obviously um, so I, I would say again 40 wins would be kind of my goal I'm not sure how far they go, but um, kind of depends on their, as usual, on their pitching. Kayla Khan? Yeah, um, I definitely think, like Hutton was saying, that they're going to go really good in conference and whatnot. Um, beyond that, not really sure, but I feel like whenever I was thinking about it, I kind of thought about, like, our basketball team and how, like, they took it one game at a time to, you know, they were conference champs and then they made it to the first round, but they were trying to get that one next game. And so I feel like after like the conference tournament, then like they're just going to go for that next game to get that one more step that they haven't reached yet, just to get like that little goal and to put themselves even more out there. So that way it's not like an unrealistic goal to be like, oh, let's just go straight to Yamaha or Omaha, you know, yeah. like just that, like it's big for ACU to do anything like this. And so just going like that one more game that we haven't gone before, I think that would be good. Yeah, I'd say... If AC was still in the Southland, easily over 40 wins. Yeah. Um, but with the jump up to the WAC, which I know some of the same teams still, um, I see right around the same win number, like 35, 36. Uh, I am kind of upset that we're not playing the other side of the division, the other right. division really, uh, like Grand Canyon yeah. and Cal Baptist and those schools. Um, but I think it's going to be a really, really good year for them. I think it'll be key to get those midweek wins like Baylor and TCU and Tech. We know they can do it because last year they went to College Station and beat A&M. Um, it's just a matter of actually going out and doing it. And, Coy, I had a question. I mean, you guys probably are, are more – all of you are well, more well-versed in college baseball than I am. But um, Kaylee mentioned, you know, going to Omaha. For the people out there listening, it give, give me a sense or give them a sense of how – improbable that is for ACU right like we should not expect that in and uh, currently you know uh we should not expect that this year correct in other words what are the what are the odds is would that be like ACU basketball going to the final four or yeah I mean that, that's more yeah. akin okay. I, I you know it's like the Marlins in the 2003 playoffs yeah you know it, it yeah. makes no sense but it does but technically they yeah. could they could There's be a real eligible chance. for that right yeah. I'm looking – Will brought it up. I'm looking at Grand Canyon. That's the team that, you know, when we get to the tournament, who, who's going to be the, the pain, the, the thorn in your side? It's going to be the Grand Canyons. It's going to be uh, Sacramento State. It's going to be Cal Baptist on, on that end because you don't know as much as you do about the other teams. Uh, for me, I, I you know, you talk about, you know, what their, their max is. For me, the floor is the thing that would be more interesting is – you know, are they going to finish third in their division and be eliminated early on in the in the conference tournament? You know, right? There's there's just a lot to what this team brings to the table, for for on on different sides of the ball, obviously, but like as far as what they're going to do with the other division, because that's something they've never dealt with before. 
That's why baseball to me is just the best sport <laughs> because there's so much strategy going on. And I mean, you're right. Getting getting this one seed or I, I you know or, or two seed even in a tournament can help your arms. It can help help your rest. Just similar to basketball, like the men and women are battling right now to try to get that five, six, seven seed or three, four, five seed because they want to rest. But in this case, it's you're resting the arms of, of your pitchers, you know. And so, um, it's so important that again, like you're saying, Coy, ACU doesn't have technically a sophomore slump here and, and go back to let's say 30 wins. I think uh, I think it's World Series or bust, right? Yeah, so. <laughs> totally. Alrighty, well, that'll be our first segment here. Hutton's going to depart us, and we'll come back, and we're going to talk a bit about the broader, broader spectrum of collegiate baseball. Go Wildcats. Welcome back. College baseball, the fun stuff, the good stuff. Uh, Hutton has departed us. It's just Kaylee and, and Will now. We're going to talk about, I guess, the, the, whole, the whole of college baseball and, you know, just for a minute, talk about some teams that are maybe standing out to us or could be sleepers, if you want to put it like that. Start with Will this time. Yeah. Um, man, I, I kind of like what I see from Oklahoma State. They're very intriguing to me, especially with uh, being ranked as high as they are. Other than Texas, they're the highest ranked Big 12 team out there. And we, ACU, we talked about ACU. They play TCU, who's 17, and Texas Tech, who's 14. Um, so the Big 12 could be really, really interesting with how many is that? Four? Uh, yeah, four teams in the top 25. So I think Oklahoma State has the best shot at kind of upsetting Texas for the Big 12. Yeah, I mean, Texas is going to choke. Let's be serious. Yeah. I mean, it's every sport every year. They're gonna, it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Kaylee, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think? You know, um, obviously I have Texas ranked as number one because, you know, it's Texas. Um, but I'm interested to see from Mississippi State, see how they're going to do. I mean, big season last year, so we'll see if they could bring it back or, like, Vanderbilt, Notre Dame, like those big name teams um, haven't been doing as well in the past necessarily, but just to see if they bring it back, rebuild, you know, come back stronger. Um, so, yeah, kind of interested. Also, some just like like Rice and A&M, hmm. they kind of haven't been there yeah. really recently high up, um, but like they have a really good program. So just interested to see if they can like come back and bring it. Yeah, it will be interesting because they just hired TCU's former coach, Jim Slashenagel. So it could be really and they, interesting. And they, they've, I mean, they've got a good program. They always do, yeah. but it just fell off completely. Cause, yeah, it did. I mean, they made it, they made it to, they made it to Omaha, didn't they? Yeah, I they did. It was, holy, that was only three years ago, four years ago. <laughs> Something like that. Feels yeah. like that. And, you know, they, they, they really, they really fell off. They fell off hard. That's, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, got to get back on. Uh, for me, Stanford's the team that I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, Highest ranked Pac-12 team, you know, they're not particularly a a baseball powerhouse. They're obviously Stanford, though, but I I think a big part of it, and I'll I'll mention this when we get to who we have going to to Omaha, is, you know, who's the the teams that have that experience on that level? And I think, to me, they're they're one that that stands out. And then the other one is is Texas Tech. You know, they seem to always get a lot of hype going into college baseball seasons, but... This year, I think they have an opportunity. They have a big name player, you know. It's it's a it's a young again, but you know, it's still the same guy, pretty much, <laughs> same same text, different font. But um, no, I, I think you know they they have a good chance. Obviously, the Big Twelve I think is up for grabs. I think yeah. people 
are very, very underestimated of that. But then again, you know what? Texas could run the board. And they that, could. That's just how it goes. <laughs> uh, so Omaha, we'll go We'll go with Will again. We'll start that rotation. Yeah. Uh, who do you got? Uh, well, I almost hate how top-heavy I picked it, but um, I'll start with my SEC teams. <laughs> uh, I have defending champs, Mississippi State, back in. Um, and then I have Arkansas and LSU, who also has a new coach. They hired Arizona's Jay Johnson. I think they're going to put up a lot of runs this year. And then Stanford I picked, and unfortunately I picked Texas. <laughs> even though I don't like them very much. But I, th- I think they're going to be good enough to do it. And then I picked NC State. They need redemption after what happened to them last year and the whole COVID situation and yeah. not getting to play, at least not with as, not play with as many yeah. uh, players as they could have. And then two. I have two teams who have never made it to Omaha that I'm picking. One is East Carolina. They've been on the verge of making it the last few years, but they've kept uh, having to run into teams like Vanderbilt in the Super Regional that have guys like Kumar Rocker <laughs> and Jack Leiter. But I, th- I think they finally break through this year. Um, and then I had to pick them. Got to pick my, my Patriots, my DBU yeah. Patriots. <laughs> Favoritism. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so for me, just to, just to point on something you said, East Carolina. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of what they've done with their program, obviously, like everyone is. But to me, I think there's a real chance that they, they do make it. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I was looking at that today. I didn't put them in mine. Mm-hmm. But being in the American obviously doesn't help them as it's not a baseball right. conference. <laughs> but, you know, you still have you – have, you have your handful of teams in there that, that can make, it, make a difference. Kaylee? Yeah. What do you got on that sheet? Um, a lot of the same ones like Will you had. Um, obviously, like I mentioned before, like Texas, Vanderbilt, Mississippi State. Uh, I also added Arkansas, North Carolina State. Um, like to see like Old Miss and Stanford and Notre Dame. Just some of those big teams that we haven't really seen step up that recently. Um, but like obviously we know that they can do it because they've been there before. Kind of just coming back, being able to do it. Yeah, and, and I, I'm hanging my hat on Stanford, too. Yeah. Obviously, my ranking is in no particular order at all, but I have Stanford. They were the first team I put down when I was looking at, you know, top 25, looking at conference stuff, and, and to me, I think that they have a good chance to make it this year. Will that happen? No, probably not, <laughs> you know, knowing me. But uh, I have them. I have Mississippi State. You can't can't go wrong <laughs> at this point with that team. Arkansas, it feels like they're always going to be there. Tennessee, I liked them a lot last year. Mm-hmm. I, I really like Tennessee, and I like them a lot this year. Uh, then you've got uh, Florida State. Uh, that's one of those that I look at, yeah. and I say, you know, obviously a lot of changes coaching staff-wise, right. you know, for the first time in yeah. 23 years <laughs> last year. But, you know, to me, this team is is – you know, it's it's what what have you done in the past? Right, is a big part of this. It's almost like you know, let's take UCLA last year in in the basketball tournament. Yeah, yeah. You know, they have that experience. Did they win it? No, but you know, uh, and then Vanderbilt. Mm. You can't. I mean, <laughs> what are you, what are you going to say about Vanderbilt? Hard Number three right now. <laughs> you know, obviously they've lost their their grown men that were pitching <laughs> for them. Their MLB level starters and yeah. Kumar who did not come back and Jack Leiter who's obviously 
Texas in the Rangers. Rangers Rangers farm system now. And then I don't know why I wrote down Mississippi State twice. I meant to put down Arizona. <laughs> that's to just give, how good they are. To give Pac-12 some rep I was going to give. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to give the Pac-12 a bit more rep and, and put, you know, put Arizona in there. Yeah. You know, feel it out a little bit, have some diversity. Probably won't happen, though. It'll probably be Texas. We <laughs> say that, and this, this podcast will haunt me <laughs> in the future. Uh, last question, easy question. Go around the horn here. Why do you like baseball? Why do I like baseball? Yeah. Man, uh, I kind of grew up watching Rice baseball because that's where my dad went. And I kind of got to watch their glory years in the early 2000s when they won the national championship back in 2003 against Stanford. And had a really good infielder during that period of time, too, you know. I had a few. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and just all of that. And then going to DBU and getting to get involved in the broadcast there and basically be at every single game for that uh, just kind of kept me going with baseball so yeah, yeah. Kaylee yeah um kind of along the same lines my dad you know my dad played for Texas oh, so wow. yeah you know UT go Longhorns <laughs> um but kind of just like started with him and then um we just watched the Rangers like every night and it was like my team and me and my brother would watch it and like especially with like the 2010-2011 World Series you know um, kind of got locked in with them there. And then, yeah, ever since then, I was like, you know, this is my sport. Like, I actually understand it and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, it's just kind of been like a family sport that we kind of all enjoyed together and just kind of fell in love with it, and now I'm here. So, No, I, I'd say it's the same deal, you know. Yeah. It, it's nostalgia for me. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it makes me, it's make me, it makes me happy because it's so simple. It, it's <laughs> not changed. Yeah. It won't change, hopefully, at all. Oh. <laughs> You know, growing up, going to, you know, McMurray baseball camps and stuff. Oh, and, yeah. You know, I, I just love, I love the feel that baseball has. I like, you know, all the crappy, stereotypical, romantic things about baseball, <laughs> grass, and just, you know, being there, you know, whether you're sweating or freezing, it's it's fantastic. <laughs> so that's all we had. Uh, obviously, we'll see how this season turns out. Big game, North Dakota State. Yeah. This weekend at the Crutch. Uh, please continue to listen if you are. Thank you. Thank you.